Hi friends, Silly Misami. You're listening to Catch Me in the Kitchen Audio Snacks, bite-sized stories and music. I'm your host, Professor Pineapple, Professor Anana. Aujourd'hui, we're joined by performer, choreographer, and instructor Norma Papalato Araiza. Norma will tell a story called Yumamuli and the Talking Tree. Salut, Norma. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me here. It's so exciting to be here with you. When did you first hear this story? Okay. So, first of all, this story is a creation story. There are different versions of it. The one you're going to listen to is a combination of two ways of saying the story by two uh, YOM leaders. One is Anselmo Valencia and the other is Temasti Lucas Chavez. A Temasti in Yoeme culture is the guide or leader in the Yaqui religion, and he's like the equivalent of a priest. A Temasti is very well respected among his people, and they always, uh, through storytelling, talk about Yoeme culture. So going back to your question, uh, when I was researching about my own identity as a Yaqui woman, I had to read a lot, and I went to Sonora to, uh, to be with the Yoemem. And one of the, one of the maestros, that's one of the teachers, gave me a story, and the first time I heard it was by Anselmo Valencia, not by himself, but I read it uh, written by him. So that's how I came uh, familiar with this story, and I loved it. Wow. Now, I see you brought some instruments with you. Yes, I did. I thought it was interesting to bring them with me, so then you have an idea of the kind of instruments that uh, the Yaqui people play. Um, these particular instruments are part of the deer dance, and um, there are three instruments. Two of them are worn by the deer dancer, and one of them uh, is played by the musicians who accompany the deer dancer. You won't hear these instruments in the story that I'm going to tell you, but I thought that it would be interesting to just bring them uh, and share them with you. Super! So I'm going to start with the rasp. The rasp is the instrument that the musician, the deer musician, um, plays uh, to accompany the, the deer dancer. And this rasp represents the deer's breath. Me. The next is called the rattle. It's a, it, it, they are butterfly cocoons put together and the deer dancer put, uh, put them in their um, ankles to make sound when, when, when he dances. And it sounds like this. And the next instrument is a rattle. 
and it represents uh, the the plant world. And I forgot to tell you that the butterfly cocoons represent the insect world. So the rattle that the deer dancer holds is sounds like this. Excellent. Merci. You're welcome. Okay, let's hear Yumamuli and the Talking Tree. Yumamuli and the Talking Tree, a Yoemi creation story. Long before the conquest of the Spaniards, in times long gone, the Yaquis were not as they are now. They lived in Sure, in which is now Sonora, Mexico. The Surem were a peaceful, quiet little people who could not stand noise and violence. They lived among Yoawam, animals, living on Bewia, land, and the Ba'a, the water. Huge turtles lived in the permanent water of the river and the sea. This was before we had agriculture. One day, the Surem noticed that one of the big ash-colored palo verde trees, which were common in the area, seemed to be making noises in a strange language. It was kind of humming, like bees. The Surem had very wise men in those days, just like now, but none of them could understand what the huya tree was saying. The villagers gathered around the tree, and the leaders attempted to communicate with it, but no luck. A small nana girl named Yomumuli kept tugging at her father's hand and whispered, I understand the talking tree. At first, her father ignored her, but then he became angry at her insistence. All right, Yomumuli's father finally said. You will talk in front of the village. So Yomumuli sat down close to the huya tree and translated word for word what the prophetic tree foretold for their future. Many people said that Yomumuli was just making things up. Nobody liked what they were hearing. It warned of the coming of the Europeans with armor and new weapons. It told of the coming of much strife and of much suffering for a long time among the Surem. However, they would eventually overcome their adversities. The talking tree also spoke of the coming of modern man's tren, trains. A road will be made of steel with an iron monster on it. Even though many people did not like what Yomumuli was interpreting, she continued. You must decide what to do. For those among you who cannot stand noise, you have a choice of living if you do not want to face such a future. So, the Surim divided into two parties, and those who could not stand such a future walked away. Some went to live inside of hills, and it is said they turned into black ants. Also, they said that they favor people 
and help them when they can if they get lost in the monte, mountain, by bringing food and fire. The other party went to live in the sea, and it is said they still live there. They could be like sirens and live on islands, or they are whales who come near to a boat to warn it when in danger. Those Surem who stayed eventually grew taller and stronger and changed into the Yakis as they are now. They became strong enough to fight off the first invaders when the time came. Those prophecies began to be fulfilled when the Spaniard conquistador Diego de Guzman reached Yaqui country in 1533. They were armed and dressed exactly as foretold by the talking tree, with armor and new weapons. When they arrived, Yaqui leaders drew a line along the ground and said, Up to this line, and as far as the eye can see in these three directions, is Yaqui land. No invaders will be allowed to enter. Eventually, the Spaniards had to retreat hastily. They had never met such valiant fighters. Throughout the history, the Yoemem, or Yaquis, have gained reputation as fiercely proud and independent people. The end. Merci, Norma. I love how the young girl was able to hear what the tree was saying. I'm wondering about the significance of this story for you. Well... Um, the story is very close to my heart. When I was in Sonora and getting to know the people I'm, I come from, I could see how brave and how strong they are because they still have a lot of struggle with, uh, with land and, and, and their identity and they really fight for, for being who they are and for cherishing their way of living. So the whole story really resonates, but mostly is, is how the, the, the Yakis are who they are now, like so brave and so um, strong. Wow. You incorporated some Yaki words into the story. What were land and water again in Yaki? Land is Bewia. Bewia. And water is Va'a. Va'a. Mm-hmm. In French... The land is la terre, and water is l'eau. L'eau, yes. What's tree? Tree is huya. Huya. Huya, yeah, that's right. In French, that would be l'arbre. L'arbre, uh-huh. I love French. <laughs> I love learning yaki. What is mountain? Mountain is, uh, in this story, it's monte, which is also a Spanish word. Oddly enough. In French, it's similar. Montagne. Oui. Can you tell us a bit more about yourself and your career? Yes, of course. I am Mexican of uh, Yoeme and Basque heritage. I am a performer, a choreographer. Uh, I teach. I started as a physical theater performer, and then as I learned modern dance, then I became a dancer and choreographer. And I, I love working with, with uh, traditional stories. I, I feel that I need to tell a story in my work. 
and I use a lot of dance theater. I, I am part of a, a collective called Vanguardia Dance Projects, and it's a collective that promotes Latin American and indigenous dance artists. It started as a platform for my colleague and I to present our work, but then we decided that we wanted to share it with other Latin American and indigenous Latin American dance artists. So we have a festival that is every two years. We teach workshops. Everything that is related to the dance uh, world as a core, but we love bringing people from other disciplines. So it's a very interdisciplinary collective. And I'm also an expressive arts therapist. So I do psychotherapy using the arts as the main tool to, to help people. So that's, that's who I am. Wow. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. You're welcome. Thank you very, very much for having me. Friends, if you'd like to share a drawing you've made inspired by Yumamuli and the Talking Tree, you can email it to catch us at catchmeinthekitchen.com and we'll post it on the story fridge. Salut, Birkin. Salut. Okay, I've got a joke. Excellent. Knock, knock. Who's there? Wooden shoe. Wooden shoe who? Wouldn't you like to hear another joke? Absolutely. Knock, knock. Who's there? Howard. Howard who? Howard I know. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Mikey. Mikey who? My key doesn't fit in the keyhole. C'est génial, merci. Pas de problème. Well, that's it for today's audio snack. Thanks to Norma for Yuma Muli and the Talking Tree. Thanks again to Berkin for the jokes. You're welcome. Merci, mes amis, for listening. Thanks to our creative team. Jeanette Moore, Stephen Lafrenier, Liz Pounsett, Tim Freeman, Pickle Peppers, Red Velvet Revolution, and of course, Berkin. A bientôt!